Paula Abdul makes her first appearance on the Super It's podcast as we talk about Straight Up, and it's a magnificent music video. Let's do it. Hello, friends. It's the uh, Bat-Gremlin hybrid, Jamie C, a.k.a. Megamix.com. I'm here with my co-host, the heroic mogwai known as Slip. What's up, you new batch bastard? <laughs> <laughs> Little gremlins, too, for everybody. I don't know what fucking sound those guys made. Whatever. <laughs> it's episode 58 of the Super Hits Podcast. As we head into the final week of September, next week, um, I thought it was time for us to honor a listener request for once. Yes. Um, today, we'll be looking at Paul Abdul Straight Up, which was one of a handful of tracks refended, uh, requested by our pal Debbie. Thanks, to Debbie, for being so patient. And uh, this one's for you, so let's get into it. Very nice. Uh-huh. Uh, as a Winnipegger, I cannot let a Manitoba connection go to waste. So let's start with that, okay? Yes. Uh, did you know that Paul Abdul's mother, Lorraine, was a concert pianist who grew up in one of the only two Jewish families in Minnedosa, Manitoba? No, I did not. Well, now you do. Apparently, Lorraine uh, was born right here in Winnipeg, in St. Boniface to be exact. Uh, she married Harry Abdul in 1953 in Winnipeg, but by 1962, when Paula was born, the, the family resided in San Fernando, California. So yeah, a um, little bit of Winnipeg navel gazing. Uh huh. Probably which a, is what we're famous for. Probably a wise decision on their part to move. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. So Paula Abdul began taking dance lessons at an early age in ballet, jazz, and tap. She attended Van Nuys High School, where she was a cheerleader and an honor student. Uh, at 15, she received a scholarship to a dance camp, camp near Palm Springs, and in 1978 appeared in a low-budget independent musical film called Junior High School. Uh-huh. What a great name! Uh, Abdul studied broadcasting at the California State at the California State University Northridge. During her freshman year, she was selected from a pool of 700 candidates for the cheerleading squad of the Los Angeles Lakers NBA basketball team, yes. the famed Laker Girls. Um, within a year, she became head choreographer, and she remained with the Laker girls until 1986. Abdul was discovered by the Jacksons after a few of the band members had watched her while attending a Los Angeles Lakers game. She was signed to do the choreography for the video for their single, Torture. Oh, nice. And that video is amazing. Yes. And we have to cover it sometime, big man. The, na- the success of the choreography in the video led to Abdul's career as a choreographer of music videos, um, notably Janet Jackson's What Have You Done For Me Lately, Nasty, and Control videos. Uh, it was also due to the success of that video that uh, Abdul was chosen to be the choreographer for the Jackson's Victory Tour. She also choreographed for Duran Duran, the Pointer Sisters, Dolly Parton, Debbie Gibson, and Warren Zevon. Um, she choreographed the dystopian cheerleader routines in the movie The Running Man. Oh, nice. Uh, the weird arm-flapping dance in the movie Can't Buy Me Love. And the presentation of the princess in Coming to America. Uh, she also won an Emmy for her work on the Tracy Ullman show. Uh, she also choreographed sequences uh, for the giant keyboard scene in Tom Hanks's uh, Big. In 1987, Abdul used her savings to make a singing demo. Uh, she was signed to the newly formed Virgin Records America by Jeff Ayeroff, who had worked in marketing at A&M Records with Janet Jackson. Uh, although she was a skilled dancer and choreographer, Abdul was a relatively untrained singer and worked with various coaches and record producers to develop her vocal ability. Uh, the first single from her debut album, Forever Your Girl, was a song called Knocked Out, which was written and produced by Babyface and L.A. Reid. <laughs> yes. Uh, it peaked at number 41 in the U.S., so it uh, did not didn't uh, hit hard. 
open parenthesis, it's just close parenthesis, The Way That You Love Me was the second single, but it stalled out at number 88. Meanwhile, the San Francisco radio station KMEL started playing uh, the album track Straight Up and Virgin adjusted on the fly, fast tracking a straight up single release. Uh, the song took off and the rest is history. So let's dig a little deeper into the track itself. All right. Um, according to uh, Tom Brahan over at Stereo Gum, Straight Up wasn't supposed to be a Paul Abdul song. Writer and producer Elliot Wolf had been working with another singer who'd signed to Virgin and he'd written the song with her in mind. But Virgin dropped that singer before releasing her album and the Straight Up demo found its way to Abdul. The demo apparently sounded like shit, but she loved the song and said she had to have it. <laughs> yes. So like some serious like, like uh, you know, being able to spot a good song, obviously. The song was written and produced by Elliot Wolf. Paula sings lead and background vocals along with uh, Delisa Davis. Wolf did all the drum and synth programming, and Dan Huff is created for the guitars. Uh, Straight Up was released as the third single off Forever Your Girl on November 22nd, 1988. It clocks in at a nice four minutes and 11 seconds. Nicely done. Some more from the Stereo Gum number one's article. Uh, Straight Up has hooks on top of hooks. There's so many catchy little things going on in the song. The delirious fake hornblats, the vrooming synth just before the chorus, the power chord guitars buried in the mix. The drums sound huge and they all fall all over each other, barely leaving any room for Abdul's voice. But Abdul still projects a ton of personality onto the song. She almost has a rapper's phrasing. She doesn't hit big notes, but she jumps on and off the beat with total assurance. On the verses, Abdul sounds almost like she's doing a call and response duet with the keyboard. Uh, on the chorus, the O-O-O background vocals set her off perfectly. And on the bridge, she really crushes it. The a-but-by-but-but-but-by is so silly and perfect and immediately etches itself into your brain. Really, everything about the bridge is perfect. I love the way the drums get even bigger and more urgent. According to Song Facts, this song is driven by a synthetic a synthetic horn riff Elliot Wolf created with a Roland D50 linear synthesizer. Oh, I knew that. This model came to market in 1987 with a banks of presets, including one for a horn section, uh, A15, that Wolf used here. Discogs lists 51 different versions of the single. Uh, there are plenty of variations across these releases. Uh, we've got an Ultimix, a Power Mix, a House Mix, a Marley Marl Mix, and a 12-inch remix. Um, the album cut Cold Hearted is often on the B-side as well, with some versions of op Opposites tracks showing up here and there. Um, which single do you have? I have the Canadian 7-inch 1988 release from Version with Cold Hearted as the uh, B-side. And the cover of this one is weird. Yeah. Not, yeah, it's not great. Like, I, there's actually quite a few. So the most common cover that was used, I think, in the U.S., it doesn't look like Paul Abdul. No, it's just like she's got like the flowing like skirt behind her. Is that what yeah? She's wearing all yeah. black, black skirt. Her hair yeah. looks black, and it's also like kind of like eighty style teased, teased up. Yeah, which exactly. is not what it is in the music video. And then there's no. another version of the cover on the uh, twelve inch where it looks like her hair is permed. Yeah, and she looks like she's got the, but she's got like the leather jacket. At least looks more like her. Though. Yeah, that one. Well, it's got a better shot of her face, so you can yeah. tell that that's her. But yeah, like none of these really look like her. So anyways. there is a third uh, twelve-inch remix version that definitely has a better cover. Okay, and it's got her looking like she does at that time period. So a little more representative of Paula at the time. But yeah, I agree with you. The cover on most of these singles is uh, is pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Straight up has appeared on many compilations over the years. Here's some notable ones that I found. It's on Now That's What I Call Music 10. Um, it's on a 1989 compilation from somewhere called Max Headroom Megadance. Oh, no. So much like the ALF compilation uh -huh. from last, last episode. 
it's got Max Headroom on the cover and I believe some kind of Max Headroom song on it Ugh. and Straight Up and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, the 12-inch remix of Straight Up is included in a collection called Smash the House Volume 2. <laughs> I like that one. My favorite name is a German cop called Happy School Hits News. <laughs> yes. Amazing. And, of course, turn it up. Uh, these are the hits from Polytel, which I owned a copy of. Beauty. Uh, which was also featured uh, on a previous episode when we talked about Rick Astley's She Wants to Dance With Me. Straight Up is obviously on many greatest hits packages uh, that Paul Abdul has. Uh, the Greatest, Greatest Hits, Greatest Hits Straight Up, 10 Great Songs, Icon. And uh, the Ultimate version of Straight Up also appears on Paula's 1990 remix album, Shut Up and Dance. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I know that she had a better career than this, but to me, it's like, if you want a Greatest Hits album from Paula Abdul, just get Forever Your Girl. Like, Absolutely. That's all uh, you need. Sure. 100%. Yeah. She had a very short career in terms of her music career, so... You know, that's not, that's not, I don't think it's, it's stepping over the boundaries to say that her greatest hits are quite padded. Straight Up has appeared in a number of TV shows and movies. Uh, it was in a 1990 episode of the series Only Fools and Horses, on a 2002 episode of Body Electric, on a 2011 episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, on, I have written as RuPaul. I forgot the U uh-huh. in Paul. Um, on a 2015 episode of the show Playing House, and on a 2022 episode of... Uh, Young Sheldon. Oh, no. Uh, there was also a scene in Full House, the original Full House. Was where, there? Yeah. Uh, it didn't play the song, but the girls sang it while they were doing homework, I think. Nice. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk lyrics? Oh, let's do it. So Abdul wants to know whether the person she's dating is really in love or whether it's just a short-term thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's a pretty succinct version. Yep. Um, my favorite line... Uh, I've been a fool before. Wouldn't like to get my love caught in the slamming door. How about some information, please? Um, I think a nice little line there. Song Fact says, This song finds Abdul all a flutter over a guy who seems too good to be true. She's been hurt before, so she wants him to be straight up, aka honest, with her and tell her, does he really love her or are they just fooling around? Over on song meanings. Oh, I, before you go to song meanings, my I don't know if this is my uh, what I got good lyric or a bad yeah, lyric. Sorry, dude. I, but, I, 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 I I didn't want to hear your opinion, but go ahead. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Woo! The lyric, are you more than hot for me, or am I just a page in your history book? Yes. <laughs> kind of is weird. Like, they're clearly trying to rhyme me and history, but then yeah. they just say book. Yeah, a little, little, little awkward there. Yeah. Anyways, continue, please. Song meanings. Kitty33 said, I love this song. It's great to dance to and expresses every emotion you have when you like a guy. You don't want to be hurt again. You've been hurt enough, and it's easier to hear it straight up than being played around with. Some might say, well, you wouldn't wouldn't you be able to tell if they're not really into you? Well, you know, when you are in deep smit with some guy, let's face it, your thinking is definitely impaired. Love this song, good release of energy. I, I like the I like the energy in that comment. Deep smit? Like like your smit. I know. Keep Isn't going. That great? Isn't that, I'm gonna use that more. I'm in deep smit. Do it. Teresa underscore Crane says, this song sounds like it was written about me and my approach to guys. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kelly underscore Ripa underscore fan forever, <laughs> which is oddly specific, um, says, I absolutely love E, this song. They put the, the, yeah. the, the long on the E, which is stupid. Uh, it reminds me of singing on the bus with my friend Allie and getting yelled at by the teacher because we were too loud. LOL, LOL. All right. Hey. Good times and back in back in our, grade school. Yeah. 
Uh, very nice. Karma underscore chameleon says this song explains how I feel about guys right now. My last boyfriend was a dick and just played around with my feelings for him. I'd much rather hear it from him straight up than be hurt after I gave him everything. Very nice. All right. Perfect. Let's end on that. Let's go to reception. One of our favorite parts is, is, is doing the tail on the tape. Yes. You know, breaking it down like Jesse at WrestleMania 3. Uh, Straight Up debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 on December 3rd, 1988 at number 79. uh, Right between Eighth Wonders Cross My Heart and the Art of Noises cover of Kiss My Prince. Oh, wow. Okay. It peaked at number one on February 11th, 1989. Would you like to know the rest of the top 10 that week? Uh, Yes, please share with me and our listeners who are also dying to know. Okay, so at number two, it knocked off it knocked off at number one by Straight Up is When I'm With You by Sheriff. Uh-huh. At number three, Wild Thing by Tone Loke. <sighs> yep. Yes, there we go. You sound great at doing those. Yep. You can make you could make a living doing that. I could. You could. Number four, Bon Jovi, Born to Be My Baby. Mm-hmm. Number five, I believe you said this was a great name for a band a few episodes ago, White Lion. Yes. With When the Children Cry. At number six, Tiffany with All This Time. Number seven, Sheena Easton, The Lover in Me. Number eight, Samantha Fox, I Want to Have Some Fun. She Wants to Dance with Me by Rick Astley. And at number 10, Walking Away by Information Society. All right. It's all right. This yeah, well, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I like Wild Thing being right at number three. Eh? Yep. The white people just loved, loved their some tone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Straight Up also hit number 39 on the U.S. Adult Contemporary Chart, number three on the U.S. Dance Club Songs Chart, number one on the Dance Single Sales Chart, and number 32 on the U.S. Hot R&B slash Hip Hop Songs Chart. Uh, Internationally, it hit number 27 in Australia, 12 in France, 8 in Finland and Austria, 6 in Ireland and New Zealand, 5 in Belgium, 3 in Denmark, Switzerland and the U.K., number two in the Netherlands, Greece and Sweden, and number one in Norway. Big song. Canada. It hit number two uh, on, the, on the RPM Top 100 on March 18th, 1989. I did some digging, if you can believe it, and found the top 10 in Canada that week. Would you like to know what it is? I can't believe you. I mean, after all the work you <laughs> must have gone to to find this list, how can you not share? Uh, I got to share it. Number one, Debbie Gibson, Lost in Your Eyes. All right. Number two is Straight Up. Number three, Roy Orbison with You Got It. Blah. Number four, Edie Brickell and New Bohemians with What I Am. Mm-hmm. She wants to dance with me in number five. Here's one of your favorites at number six. Mike and the Mechanics with the Living Years. Oh, that song is fucking blows. <laughs> number seven, Rod Stewart, My Heart Can't Tell Me No. No idea what that song is. Uh, Tone Loke with Wild Thing at number eight. We get some Can Con at number nine with Tom Cochran and Red Rider with Good Times. Uh-huh. Uh, the Cock. And at number 10, Angel of Harlem. Uh, by you too, uh, we got some crossover with uh, last Friday's episode with uh, my prerogative. Yeah, interesting mix of songs. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's not bad. I don't think there's a, there's a few good ones and a few bad ones. Yeah, and of course, Mike and the Mechanics. You got very excited. Straight up, also landed number four on the U.S. end of the year chart for '89, uh, number 31 in the U.K. and number 25 in Canada for the year. Uh, it was certified platinum by the RIAA on March 29th, 1989, for a million copies plus sold in the U.S. Streaming-wise, it has almost 73 million streams on Spotify, and the official music video has over 42 million views on YouTube. Uh, Straight Up won four MTV Video Music Awards in Mm -hmm. 1989. Best Female Video, Best Dance Video, Best Choreography in a Video, and Best Editing in a Video. Uh, Abdul also performed a medley uh, from Forever Your Girl on that broadcast. So 
Good year for Paula and straight up. Let's go to covers and samples. Here we go. So who sampled list is 13 songs that sample straight up. We've got J. Cole's Workout, Kid Rock's Killin' Brain Cells, oh, God. Inner Circle's I Spy, Millie Vanilli's Ultimix of Girl You Know It's True, and a few others. But most importantly, this song was sampled in 2006's That's My DJ by Girl Talk. <laughs> yes. Uh, as far as covers go, uh, covers, not cupboards. <laughs> Look in the cupboards sample. for some straight up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for covers, the pop punk band Halifax did an okayish cover on the 2007 Punk Goes 80s compilation. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, other notable covers include a version by Scott Dorks, Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, <laughs> that is awful. Uh-huh. And Lost Fingers do a jazzy rendition that is quite embarrassing. Okay. And that's covers and samples. Should we talk about the video? Oh, yes. Here we go. So the song became so popular that it sent up the charts even before a music video had even been shot. The black and white video was directed by now famous movie director David Fincher and choreographed, of course, by Abdul herself. Yep. And features an, an appearance by uh, Arsenio Hall. It sure does. Just a quick some notes I took on here. Uh, we get a little bonus tap dance intro from Paula, which is awesome. The camera cuts are fast and furious. The dancing is ridiculously good, obviously. It definitely has an art house type feel but it's still like accessible. Paula does lots of eye rolls and little faces, which are great. Uh, we get some lyrics flashing on the screen, which you noted last week is a nice, or a few days ago was a nice touch. Yeah, I want to know the words when I'm singing yeah. along. The upright bass player is so cool. Yep. By the way. Um, and I noted this video isn't just in black and white because often the screen is split in black and white halves, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Arsenio, I wrote, is selling for the song like Shawn Michaels sells for Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. Because uh, he just does this big sell job. It's just amazing. loves it so much, like way He's, over the top. Yeah, exactly. And there's a big black flip near the end that was awesome. Would you like to say more? Or do you want to go to the rating? I'll go to the rating. Well, big man, what'd you think of the video? So the video gets an eight. Yes, uh, I could probably have I've even gone higher, but I mean, like Paul Abdul knew what she was doing, right? Mm-hmm. When I get to the song, I might differ a little bit. I still don't think she's a, that great a singer. No. But as a dancer, as a choreographer, as uh, the art of the music video, I mean, she's got it nailed. This was probably easy for her to put this together. Oh, she yeah. looks fucking cool as hell. Yep. Uh, she can dance. Uh, she knows how to work the camera. Uh, Gotta work and, that hard camera, baby. Yep. And yeah, like just the... I, I like the presentation of it. I like the, as you said, the black and white, but you've got like half black, half white screen everybody's in black and white, but it, it, yeah, it just looks really good. It's again, it's jumping around a lot. I talked about this with the Technotronic video, um, but it just doesn't seem as kind of like overwhelming in this case. It just seems to fit. So yeah, great video eight for me. I'm going to give it an eight as well. I love this video back in the day. I still do now. I remember watching America's top 10 with Casey Kasem on Saturday mornings, like after cartoons Uh and this video was everything, uh, slick and polished, beautifully composed, it's a pretty timeless clip, and I think it's aired really, it's aged really well. Yeah. I think. I think that um, it's one of uh, the, one of my favorites that we've talked about on the show. So, um, thumbs up, eight out of 10 for me. What do you, I don't think you're going to give the song a good rating. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm going to give the song a five. Oh. Of all of Paula, I like a lot of her songs, but I don't know. This one to me feels, I don't know, it feels a little generic. Ooh, okay. uh, yeah, it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't really do it for me. I, I don't know why. I just, this one never kind of 
struck me. So, yeah, I don't I don't think that again, she, her singing is fine, but there's nothing epic about it. Uh it's well produced, obviously. I like the faux horns. Uh yes. that that's pretty cool. Um and the chorus is is obviously very memorable. The ow 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 is uh yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. But ow, 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 ow. Yeah, but the but I don't know, the song just doesn't blow me away in any way. So I'm going to give it a 5. That's it. I'm fucking out of here. I quit. Uh-huh. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, eight out of ten. Straight up bop. Big fat drums. Wicked synth bass. I thought that in this song, Paula sounds great. Uh, it's got a lot going on while at the same time being pretty straightforward and simplistic, which is great because it's it's not a it's not a challenging listen, but there's a lot of stuff in the background. And this is a great like headphones in headphones on kind of song. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I'm pulling a little bit of. Uh, I mean, this was one of my favorite songs back in the day. Loved this track back then. So it's got that staying power for me. Um, so, yeah. So thanks to Debbie for uh, um, requesting and, and and hipping us to this. Not hipping. Hipping us. What is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah. for, for, for getting us to, to do this uh, track. A uh, little bit of a difference in opinion, but hey, that's what the Super Hits Podcast is all about. Yeah, so if you want to hit us up with your own request, superhitspodcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us at Super Hits Podcast on Instagram, Super Hits Cast on the old Twet machine. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're on all the podcasting platforms, so if you found this by accident somewhere, we're on Spotify, iTunes, all that shit. You can uh, subscribe. Yeah. Do the right thing, people. Come on. And uh, in a uh, few days' time, uh, another person with iconic music videos. I mean, Madonna. The real, right? Uh, the real, yep. We're going to go back uh, quite a bit in time to uh, talk about Lucky Star. I can't wait. Yeah, it's got its own uh, pretty iconic music video. So looking forward to uh, talking about that. And until then, uh, you can find me on all the social medias. It's uh, Slip with Five Eyes or Sloop. I'm James C, a.k.a. Megabix.com. Thanks for listening, friends. Peace. Peace.